Hey, all you hot messes, on this week's episode of Hot Mess Teacher Express. Hey, hey, Nick, Nick. Okay. What? what? No, this is my show. I'll try that again. Hey, all you hot messes, this is the real Hot Mess Teacher Express. And on this week's episode of the Hot Mess Teacher Express, my sister tries to take over and tell us all about the paraprofessional world. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Stick around. Hey, all you hot messes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hot Mess Teacher Express. I am, as always, the hottest and the messiest of them all, your conductor on this journey that we're on. I am Jess Smith. Uh, You can follow me at Teacher Tales of Miss Smith. And also you can follow the pod while you're at it. Hot Mess Teacher Express. We're doing all sorts of fun things, crazy things just laughing with each other, just having a ball over there. Um, Today, I have a very, very special guest, someone that I love very dearly. You may not know her, and that's that's okay, because you're going to get to know her today. She is the one, the only sister that I have. Nikki Fisher. Hi, honey. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing so good. I'm so excited. Never did I think I would see the day that you would be on the Hot Mess Teacher Express. You've been on quite the journey. Yeah. So I'm really excited to talk to you about like your journey through education. Mm-hmm. But first, tell all of the hot messes. For Are you a hot mess? Or would you consider I yourself a, a hot mess? I am a thousand percent a hot mess. <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> I would say, like, you're, like, the prettier version of me, basically, in this, (laughs) the prettier, more controlled version of me, where you, (laughs) we both cry at the drop of a hat. We do not do confrontation. Mm -mm. It's, no. No, This is true. This is true. But we love like no one else. And, okay, so tell everybody who you are. What's going on in your life? What your favorite color is? It's a couple icebreaker questions. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm Nikki. Um, I am currently working as a paraprofessional. My favorite color is pink and blue. I've been working in a school for three years now, which is pretty exciting. I feel like that's crazy to me. I feel like I've never, I was never going to be in education growing up, but mm-hmm. here are you. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. So you're married. I am married. Yep. For a year and a half now. A year and a half. Congrats. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Let me introduce you as my sister mm-hmm. in the sense that we are 13 years apart. Yep. Yes, it's the same parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> same parents, same marriage. Same. They're just different sets of families, basically. 
<laughs> just kidding. So I've always known you as like my baby sister. You've been, I feel like my baby. So it's like weird to go into this new era of us being friends and not only that, but educators. And we can talk about all of that stuff because Nick, I never thought that you were going to go into education. <laughs> Dude, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> Let me tell you. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What happened? You know, <laughs> I took a break from high school and college. And it was just like, you know, I need something that pays. It has health insurance. <laughs> Let's just go into a school. <laughs> Here I am now. They kind of pay and they have health insurance. So half a check and check. (laughs) And now you're three years in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, it's crazy to me that it's come this far. Yeah, it goes, it really does. It. I feel like years in a school do go by fast. Whenever I like thought about how many years I was in the classroom, I was like, that makes me sound like... (laughs) I should have a plaque on the wall or something. Like, I've been here for 18 years. I remember (laughs) when this building was built. Yeah. (laughs) And, okay, so let's kind of talk about your your education growing up. Like, how, who was your favorite teacher and why? Growing up was kind of interesting for me because starting in second grade, I was homeschooled. By my mom (laughs) all the way until my junior year in high school. So I don't have a lot to compare to, which is really interesting. But once I got into high school, I repeated my junior year just so that I can get introduced and not be stressed by senior year because that was a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But then... Once I got in, it was just so interesting, like how public school works and all of that. My favorite teacher was the one that like pushed me the most. (sighs) He was my English teacher. He would be so angry some days, but like be so proud of us at the same time. It was really intimidating some days, but I loved it because I was being pushed, you know? Yeah. And I think there, there is something to say about the teachers that that do kind of push you outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I like kind of the same experience with you. I remember going to, cause I went to a Christian school that was not academically challenging at all. So like going to college, it was like kind of a new experience for me where I was like, Oh, this is like, I actually have to work hard or something. (laughs) And I remember being pushed by my uh, American history teacher and that professor was so hard, but I remember working so hard for him because I just wanted, I just wanted to do good and like figure it like work hard at something. So yeah, yeah, I I love, I love that answer. I hate that you didn't say mom. I'm going to tell her. Well, I was just going to say, mom, I love you too. I love you so much, mom. That doesn't mean I don't love you. (laughs) I'm going to tell her and she's going to take your Christmas presents back. It's going to be real bad. Mom's going to hate me. (laughs) Mom's going to hate you. (laughs) Poor thing. Poor thing. Did you, did you enjoy homeschooling? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I think for so long in my life, I was kind of antisocial 
Mm. Well, not antisocial. I just didn't love people a lot. Once I was around them, I was fine. But I didn't love Hermie. Yeah. I I like to be at home and in my bed. But no, I loved it. Because, like, I mean, that's why I'm so close to mom now. Is because, Mm -hmm. like, I was with her 24-7. Yeah. Bless her. (laughs) Right? I don't know how she did it. Right? I know. I know. And... I feel like home when you mention homeschooling, it becomes this like she must be like this weird yes. social, like antisocial individual, or like we have like some crazy religious like reasoning and all that stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> the reason that you were homeschooled was because of the town that you guys were living in at the time. They had like one of the worst public education systems. So my mom took that on herself to give you guys the education that she thought you guys deserved. Mm-hmm. So bravo to her. Okay. So what was your view of education before you got into it? What was your view of what a teacher's life was like or what working in a school would be like? I mean, I think I got a little bit of a heads up because of you and like for years watching you and like what you would do and what after hours really looked like. It wasn't just going home and it's gone at school. You take like all the papers home with you. (laughs) Spent so many hours cutting papers. I feel like I got a glimpse of that, which is nice. But I think I looked at it for a while of just like the picture perfect classroom of just like the teacher says this, the kids respond so well, and this is like, it goes so perfectly, blah, 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 which does not happen. So I think seeing the first behaviors that I saw, I was just- Real children act like this? What? That's a really interesting perspective because I remember feeling like that in my education classes where this is going to be idyllic. Everyone's going to listen to me because I'm the teacher. And you're right. Like, it's kind of like that fast hit a brick wall. This is not actually what's going on at all. So now that you've been in it for a little bit, has it changed? Is it more of a positive? Is it more of a negative? Like, I think there's positives and negatives in both. I never thought that my best friends would be seven and eight year olds. (laughs) Never thought that they would be the highlight of my life, but here we are. I love that part. Like, I love how close I've gotten to so many of them. The behaviors get me someday. Like, they they still do, and I think they will for a while. It's sad, really. I don't love that part of the job of, like, the behaviors and everything and, like, being expected to handle them perfectly without a fault <laughs> when I feel like there are a million ways that it doesn't go right. Right. And you're kind of, you're, I mean, thinking about your first year, Like you were thrown into a situation where you had no training and you were expected to support your student with no training whatsoever. All right. So let's kind of talk about what you're doing currently in the school that you're at. You're a paraprofessional, but what what does your day-to-day look like? My day-to-day, I'm one-on-one with the student. And luckily the student I'm with is in the classroom for most of the day, but I have to handle like giving the student breaks and making sure that she completes like her day-to-day tasks, which right now aren't a lot. And then when her behaviors do go off, like calling somebody in time, 
to help me get her to the right place and then somehow containing that and then turning her day around. I mean, you're, so you're one-on-one and supporting the student through their IEP accommodations and all that fun stuff. And this is something that, again, like I never saw you doing but I love that you're doing this. Yeah. I think you are, I think it takes such a special person to be able to work with those students that need that extra support, that need that extra love and understanding. And what you're doing is really amazing. So that student can be in the classroom. Like, that's really cool, Nick. I don't know. Even today, it was like such a good day. And just like in the classroom and doing her work. It was just, it was really cool to see because there are some days where we're not in the classroom for more than 10 minutes. So yeah. it's cool to see the days when it's most of the day. Yeah. That's, you can go home like feeling, yay. Okay. We, we did something today. We got <laughs> somewhere tomorrow might not go like that, but that's okay. That's okay. Do you like what you're doing? For the most part. Yeah. I think I'm not going to be working as a paraprofessional forever, I don't think. But I love working in education. I love working with the kids. Not a paraprofessional forever, but I'm still going to be in the school. Oh, oh, okay. What's the plan, girly? I think right now I'm trying to figure out, you know, like, should I go back to school? Because it's a lot of money. But should I go to school to become a teacher? Or... Should I do something like being a reading tutor or, you know, something like that? So you, you want to stay, you want to stay in a school and like stay in education and like you want to teach high school, right? Middle school. I love elementary kids and they're the cutest things. You do have some pretty good stories from, from your classroom. What was the kid doing the other day? He had his like feet up. There's a specific kid that does that like 24 seven. He's just like looking like a king. The same kid I found today, <laughs> hunched in a bush, drinking his apple juice with his head up. Like these things I love. They're so pure. They're just, oh, mm, I love it. So you kind of have an interesting perspective of the school from the support staff point of view. And a lot of times that's not like, uh, that's not a great point of view to have all the time. And I feel like a lot of times support staff is looked over or pushed aside. So from your perspective, what is your view of teachers? I mean, the ones that I've worked with so far have been absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I've been so, so lucky by the teachers I've worked with and gotten so close with them. I think there are some teachers that don't necessarily appreciate me as much as others, which is unfortunate, but what am I going to do? <laughs> do you feel like there's like a hierarchy in the school sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're not one to like rock the boat either. I don't think you'd right. ever be one to like jump up and down and say, look at me. You're definitely not that, not that person. But how do you feel like teachers view you? I mean, like I said, I think some teachers really think highly of what we're doing. 
because I don't think that they can, I think they know like they can't necessarily teach the way that they do without us. Some teachers are really amazing and like appreciative of what we do and like how we spend our time with the students and everything. What would you say to educators to kind of give a little insight as to like, if there's an issue that you feel like you're not welcome in the classroom or like they don't think that you're doing a good job or like, what would you say to maybe convince them or like share some insight on what your job is there to do? I mean, I think it's what I said before, like with my student, she's in the classroom the whole, like pretty much the whole day to day. And the things I do, whether it be like drawing with her at her desk, it might not necessarily be what we're doing at the time, but it's something that she feels safe in the classroom. So I think everything that I do has a purpose in order to better help the student, like doing something that is not on task with the rest of the class, but it helps the student get closer to what their needs are. Like their needs are more often than not so much higher than everybody else's. I feel there's a purpose for everything. I think it's such a powerful thing to remember too. Like I'm going to be completely honest. Whenever I had a paraprofessional come in the room that wasn't one-on-one, it was very intrusive. Like it felt like I was being watched and I just, it felt really strange sometimes um, because I wasn't, I wasn't the greatest at like having things ready for paraprofessionals to do, or like they had like specific students that I would like, Oh, could you help them with this or that? But like a, a lot of some, sometimes like I would have them stand in the background and just like watch me teach. And it was really awkward because I get weird when I teach. <laughs> this is only entertainment for eight-year-olds. Like, this is not meant for you. (laughs) But I think a lot of times we have to remember, like, as educators, whether, like, classroom teacher, paraprofessional, like, support staff of any kind, what we're doing is for these kids and these kids to be successful, to have a day in the classroom. Yes, it, like, successful days in the classroom look different for every student. Like, you know having a successful day in the classroom sometimes means taking a break and drawing a unicorn. I think there's so much pressure on paraprofessionals specifically to make the magic happen. And I don't like, do you feel, do you feel that pressure of like making days where your student is successful in the classroom? Like, do you take that on? Oh yeah. A thousand percent. I mean, I've come home like dragged down if things haven't gone well, because I feel like it's my responsibility. If her day doesn't go well, it's my fault. If it does go well, woohoo! victory for me. You know, I'm going to guess more often than not, you have the more drag down days than the I'm a winner <laughs> days. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so how do you, how do you deal with that? Like throughout the day, I go to like different teachers that will make me smile. Yeah. Aww. And it's, it's your so besties. Cute. Yeah, my little teacher besties. They're so cute. I love them. It's that's another thing that like I didn't think would happen is finding teacher besties. It's like the most magical thing ever. 
Like, I had a photo shoot after school one day because it wasn't a great day. So we had a photo shoot. These are the people. Yes. (laughs) That is amazing. Like, you do need those people throughout the day to just almost, like, get it off your chest, laugh about it in a dark way. And then I don't know what it is about teacher besties. I really don't. Like, I could be having the worst day, like on the verge of quitting. And I would walk into Lauren or like Bianca would be there and I would like, we would just end up laughing (laughs) and I would go out of there like with a little skip in my step, (laughs) ready to tackle the next part of the day. It's crazy. I'm so glad that you found like people though. I know. That's awesome. So, okay. So like, how do you deal with it after school then? Like, do you, do you bring it home with you? I definitely bring it home and wait for Tim, my husband to make me happy again. (laughs) Cause by the time like he comes home, I'm in a, (laughs) I'm in like my little burrito blanket. (laughs) I need something. I mean, those are the worst days, but (laughs) other days I'm still like trying to recover emotionally. I mean, like, I think getting my mind off of school is what helps me the most, you know, of like leaving it, leaving it there, just stay there. And that's like so hard to do because we're talking about, you know, and people can sit there and tell us how easy it is to compartmentalize our emotions and our, and our roles in life. But as a teacher, it's so hard because emotions and life kind of like get mixed in to the, they kind of leak out in, in regards to teaching because we're dealing with kids. We're dealing with, with these babies who have real lives, real traumas, real situations that they're, they're in and you want to fix it for them. You want to make it better. And a lot of times I think we do take that on as like our, our fault or our problem to fix. Right. And I feel like it's so heartless to say we can't fix it all or I need to leave it at school or like I need to forget about this problem for right now. But like we have to if we want to function. I know. It's exactly what you said. Like they're little kids who have done like nothing wrong, nothing to earn this like different emotional trauma. So like we can't help but take it on. There's nothing left to do but support these kids. And uh and like I think I think it's a little easier to not easier, but I think it's when you have elementary kids who haven't necessarily learned behaviors or don't necessarily know that their instant reaction is is the one that we're we're working on and needs to change so that we can stay in the classroom. But like I can you imagine working with a student in like middle school and high school that needs this the kind of support that you're giving like those paraprofessionals like thank you for doing what you guys are doing cuz those kids I think need the just like need the most love and support cuz again like what they're going through is real. I can't imagine working in a high school as a prepare as a paraprofessional, like, I can't imagine that. Teenagers are scary. Ugh. Yeah. Like, they're as big as me. <laughs> no, thank you. I probably show up 
to school in this shirt be like, just roll out of bed in your pajamas. I had a messy bun on top of my head the other day. And then came up to me and like, why is your hair like that? Like, excuse me? It took me 15 minutes to do this. Thank you very much. <laughs> to get the perfect messy bun. It's an art. It really is. It really is. Like, <laughs> OGs, OGs will remember that we used to do, like, messy bun Thursday or... Oh my gosh, what was... It was I can't remember what it's called. Wasn't it messy bun Mondays? Messy bun Monday or something? I yeah, it I was. Can't, can't remember what it was. Wow. I have to bring it back. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring it back. Nick... Thank you so much for being on this very special episode. I'm so thankful that we kind of get to share this part of life. Cause like what, again, like what you're doing in that classroom is amazing. I'm so proud of you. I love that you have kind of found your place and I think that's I think that's so important to hold on to too. I'm proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you so much for being here and kind of giving a little insight to what a normal life as a prayer professional looks like and what we can do to work together to better the lives of of the kids in our classroom. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Jess. I love this. And thank you, all you other hot messes, for being here this week for the Hot Mess Teacher Express. And I will see you next week. Bye.